Hi, I'm Katrina Daniel, and welcome to Primetime Crime, a podcast for people who want to know what goes on behind the scenes of the most notorious trending crime stories and what's going on in the minds of those involved in those stories. What are the detectives, the judges, the defense attorneys, and the prosecutors thinking? You'll hear it all on Primetime Crime, the podcast. This is Primetime Crime. I'm Katrina Daniel. Today's topic, the two slacker prison guards who were supposed to be watching Jeffrey Epstein when he allegedly hung himself in his high-security cell. They're skating, no charges. The now former prison guards, Tova Noel and Michael Thomas, were taking turns sleeping for two hours each during their 10.30 to 6.30 a.m. shift. Nice nap. And they're shopping online. They are getting no jail time, no charges. They cut a hell of a deal with the federal prosecutors, something called a deferred prosecution. And from what we're about to hear from a prosecution expert with 40 years of federal and state experience, Dick Gregory, that's a really rare deal that these two, Tova Noel and Michael Thomas, are getting. And now, a clip from Reuters News. Two jail guards who admitted to falsifying records on the night Jeffrey Epstein killed himself won a federal judge's approval on Tuesday to end the criminal case against them and let them avoid prison. The defendants, Michael Thomas and Tova Noel, had been accused of falling asleep, shopping online and checking sports news rather than checking on Epstein every 30 minutes at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in downtown Manhattan. Epstein, who had pleaded not guilty to sex trafficking charges, was found hanging in his cell on August 10, 2019. Dick, thanks as usual for joining us. Um, we're doing uh, the story of Tova Noel and Michael Thomas, names people might not know, but those are the two uh, prison guards who were on duty at night and who were sleeping and napping for two hours and shopping online when Jeffrey Epstein allegedly hung himself. So Dick, talk to me. As a federal prosecutor, what the heck is a deferred prosecution? It is a rare tool used by prosecutors in which the defendants agree to do certain things. And if they do all the things that they agree to, then the prosecution will be dismissed. So they have no record and, and uh, have no criminal conviction on, on their records. This has to be approved at high levels in the Department of Justice. It's not done easily, which means that it's not something that just the U.S. attorney could agree to and, and uh, be accomplished in New York. This has to go through high levels of the Department of Justice. Why would they do such a thing? What could these people have to offer? Well, I, I don't know what they required of them. My thinking is that, you know, Epstein has been dead now for a while. If they were bribed or offered some sort of payment in order to allow uh, something to happen to him in prison without anybody recording it or knowing about it. Um, I would assume that there would be some sort of payment or some sort of reward that uh, they received. And apparently uh, investigation has not turned those things up. If in fact uh, they were just lazy or sleepy or, or stupid uh, and allowed this to go on, uh, you know, without their observing or, or filming anything that, that occurred as was supposed to happen, 
and that is the sole offense that they are uh, guilty of, and the department has investigated it thoroughly and decided that's the case. They may have decided that, it, you know, it is just not fair because these men worked uh, extra hours and were caused to be on the job for well beyond their, their normal working conditions, that this is a fair way to treat them. However, I would assume because of the high-profile nature of this case, that that would not just be uh, allowed and, and that there must have been certain things that they they were required to do which would satisfy the prosecutors. However, I think from a, a public standpoint, this is a rather difficult decision to, to judge right now because we don't have access to what sort of information they provided, what, what promises that they uh, agreed to uh, uh, accomplish for the Department of Justice and I would hope that the prosecutors consider this a fair decision, but it does not elucidate the Epstein situation any. And uh, it's possible that, that uh, they just fell asleep on the job and that somebody snuck in and, and did him damage or he did damage to himself. But it doesn't uh, answer that question as to uh, how he died. Did he kill himself or was there... Uh, uh, some bad actors uh, involved that, that uh, there's no evidence of. That they were really, really professional and left no clue whatsoever. But I mean, let's talk coincidences. The fact that the cameras in that high profile wing were off or not working. I mean, come on, coincidence, yeah. get a grip. I don't think. Well, you know, I, I, I'm one of these prosecutors who, who don't believe in coincidence. No, in here. Uh, I believe that there is a, a reason for everything. So uh, I, I'm uh, uh, very doubtful about uh, coincidence. On the other hand, these two individuals who were uh, on the job certainly don't seem to have uh, been capable of receiving the kind of benefit that would be required to get them to totally ignore uh, someone's death in the prison. It just, it doesn't make sense. Now, I, I have to tell you, I think we would need to know a lot more about how much investigation was done, how closely this was looked at uh, by, by the FBI and by internal affairs in the prison, and have to be, as the prosecutors seem to be, fully satisfied that they've gotten every bit of information they could get out of these two individuals. Would the first thing you do if you were prosecuting or thinking about prosecuting them, wouldn't the first thing you do would be look into their bank accounts? Oh, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I, I've got to assume that their uh, spending habits, their lifestyle and their bank accounts have all been checked carefully. Uh, if they are driving fancy new sports cars or if they bought themselves a new house or went on a fancy vacation, I'm sure that's been uh, been looked at and, and investigated. Um, I don't get that impression from at least the public information we've heard thus far. But again, as I say, if you have a conspiratorial mind, you would have to assume that this was a very high level bit of corruption. And uh, I can't imagine that this was done with two co-conspirators at the level of these two individuals and that they have uh, remained quiet. Uh, a conspiracy at this level would require a, a great deal of reliance on the, the weakest links to the conspiracy. And these two would certainly appear to be that. So unless they were, uh, uh, they could rely on these two individuals being asleep on the job and not having to uh, include them in any conspiratorial agreement, I would say right now that there appears to be no connection between them and the death of, of, 
of Epstein. Right, so if I were uh, Tova Noel, the female guard, and Michael Thomas, the male guard, would could I have put money in my spouse's name with their bank accounts, or their my mom's name, or my brother's name? Would their bank accounts be checked as well? I would bet you that they have checked every way possible. I can't imagine that the level of this investigation would have stopped at, at a, a very shallow level. I am convinced that they have reviewed all of this. Uh, I would be shocked or not the case. Uh, I know there are a lot of folks with conspiratorial minds that would say, well, this involves the highest level of government. It involves former presidents. It involves uh, people at, at an enormous level. And so we're just going to let this pass. I don't think that that's possible with the, the number of people that would be involved in this investigation. Well, he, he was on suicide watch. No, he'd been taken off two days before, which is ironic. And allegedly, and I can't, you know, I'm not sure. I did read that he was given extra sheets. Yeah, I mean, I think that everybody was satisfied that he was, uh, it seemed to be that he was not going to kill himself. And then, uh, then that's exactly what he does. It's a uh, set of facts which which lends itself to conspiratorial theories. But unfortunately, the two folks most directly involved with him, folks that were on duty at the time he killed himself or was killed, appear to have no basis for letting that happen. And uh, right now, obviously, the Department of Justice has not found any connection to them and Epstein by way of either bribes or favors or uh, threats. Seems to me that uh, uh, these two guys appear to be sleeping on the job, and, and that appears to be the facts. But it's amazing to me that they allowed a deferred prosecution agreement because this is such a high-profile case, and that is such a rare uh, resolution of an indicted case that this had to have been agreed to at, at high levels in the Department of Justice. Why would they do that? Because you think they have information, but they didn't check on their shift was from 1030 at night to 630 in the morning. They didn't check on any of the more than five prisoners in their area of responsibility. They didn't do a check on any one of them, allegedly. So well, you think that they know something that the government is expecting from them? Uh, I think that uh, thorough investigation may have pointed out that this was not unusual, that these two individuals were uh, sleeping on the job okay. or ignoring the, the, the requirements, and that it, a thorough investigation may have pointed out that, that this is the way they, they worked, and this was not unusual for them. Uh, this was a, a, a prison system which is short of personnel and, and uh, uh, may well have been going on for a long time. It's just that uh, this time they got caught because the, the prisoner was such a high-profile individual. And if, in fact, that's what thorough investigation showed, it may well be that uh, justice required that no more be done to these two folks than that they get fired and that other certain penalties are, are agreed to, but holding them responsible for the rest of their lives May just not be fair and just. I I, I have real uh, questions about that because of the, as I say, the high profile nature of this case. But but this must have been reviewed at several levels in the Department of Justice. Can I change the topic for a second and ask you your opinion about this? Yesterday, I read that a woman has sued the Epstein estate because she maintains that. Um, 
Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell raped her in Florida and then threatened to push her into a, uh, you know, one of those ponds, one of those retention ponds full of alligators. This woman's lawsuit says she was pushed right up to the border. And they said, you know, if you tell anybody about this, then we'll do the same thing that we did to another girl. Now, it seems to me this is the first time violence or suggestion of violence and murder has come forward in the Epstein investigation. Um, would a lawyer take that lawsuit without examining it carefully? <laughs> I would I, I would say that because of the high publicity of this case and, and the, the nature of the charges, that a lot of lawyers may uh, try to go forward to it. I would think that they'd have a, a number of problems, including statute of limitations, but uh, uh, without looking at the lawsuit and the actual uh, allegations in the civil suit, uh, I'm not aware. I, it, it may well be that, that a lawyer is relying on the fact that the estate is going to want to resolve all of these cases in one fell swoop and just uh, include uh, this case and those resolutions. But uh, that's a touchy question, and I don't know anything about this lady or her, her uh, uh, background or the facts in the case, so I, I, I can't tell you how strong uh, that, that case may be. Unfortunately, at, at, at this point in the investigation, it doesn't uh, appear that they, they have a resolution. And like many of the uh, uh, conspiracies that will be out there uh, forever, uh, this particular one, uh, I think, is, is going to be with us for a while. It is indeed. And I hope you're going to be with us for a while, too. So there. <laughs> That's that <laughs> first you, segue, man. <laughs> Call me anytime. <laughs> The average salary of a federal prison guard is $50,000 a year. Tova Noel and Michael Thomas had both been working overtime shifts. Their desk slash workstation was reportedly just 15 feet away from Epstein's high security cell. Their defense was, well, nothing. One of their defense attorneys made the lame statement, haven't you ever made a mistake in your job? Yeah, but he forgot to add that they had lied about everything in their sworn testimony debrief statement, swearing that they had completed their five required checkups during their shift. And others making mistakes in their jobs usually don't result in someone hanging themselves 15 feet in front of you while you were shopping online for furniture and motorcycles. Until next time, this is Primetime Crime. Thanks for listening to Primetime Crime, the podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Primetime Crime and on Instagram and Twitter at Primetime Crime underscore. Post your comments and tell us what true crime stories you'd like to hear about. Subscribe to Primetime Crime on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Thanks a lot.